On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are live inside the what do we call this place? The, yeah. the, 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 this is a this is an arena with like twelve names. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of those around the country. This is one of them. It's the, the Explore Asheville Center, and then I think it's the uh, no the ExploreAsheville.com <laughs> Center, <laughs> and then the Harris Cherokee Church. Casinos Arena. Arena inside the ExploreAsheville.com. <laughs> we don't know center. the name of the court, but we will figure that out later, and we will report back. But we are here. We are live. And, one place uh, we are not yes. in, is Maui. <laughs> <laughs> we are not in the Lahaina Civic Center. We are not in Lahaina, but we are we are recording this. Yeah, we're we're like. Standing on the court, basically. Yes. At, if you're watching at, us right now yeah. on YouTube, uh, you know, Fox Sports yeah. right now, you see the court behind us. But it's two guys right now in an empty gym waiting for the Maui Invitational to tip off. Uh, more close. to the point, Tate, we are here because college basketball is officially mm. back. We saw college basketball on our television screen for the first time <laughs> in over 250 days. and Wow, that's how long it had wow. been. 250 258 days. Wow. days, I think it was, between the cancellation and the, <sighs> the, the new tip. But we're back. College basketball's back. A uh, new hope. We we <laughs> <laughs> rebellions are built on hope. We we have good guys. We have bad guys. Mm. We have Tony guys. Yes, there, there are a lot of we have guys. Cal's guys, and they did not show up. Unfortunately, maybe there, they're just kids now. There are a lot of overreactions. The the. <laughs> The college basketball pundits were chomping at the bit to, to fire off takes. Yes, and as soon yes. as like games tipped off, boy, we have takes. And boy, are... three three top five teams lose. Everyone Overrated. loses their minds. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little Maui, a little because uh, you know we're here and we're excited for it. But uh, we're, we're, there's a lot to break down, man. Mm. So we're gonna do our best to get to all of it. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate. First, we gotta uh, out of the out of the gate address yeah. the uh, adversity we're facing. Here. So <laughs> we the only reason I bring this up is because this is the most absurd scene I've ever podcasted. Mm-hmm. I guess would be the mm-hmm. word. We I, I feel like we are like a local radio show. Yes. When when it's like when it's like Big Dog mm-hmm. and the Wiz mm-hmm. Kid. Mm-hmm. Live yeah. at Applebee's. Johnny and the douche <laughs> coming live. Yeah. We will be live this this Saturday <laughs> night at Applebee's in Pataskala. Yeah. Come on out. Yeah. We are giving away there's $10 a, gift cards. Th- there's one thing I learned <laughs> while being here is that people have a disdain for podcasters. And I think uh, what we learned is that people think that podcasters are in the same group. Uh, they, they've clumped us together with yeah. the Jake Pauls of the world, yeah, yeah, the TikTokers of the world. Uh, when we walked in, everyone's like, oh, it's the, to the podcasters. <laughs> to the esteemed people of Valley Invitation. <laughs> I they mean, were we got, disgusted by us. Yeah, we got legendary co- <laughs> like Roy Williams is here. You yes. know, like Coach Dave Odom is yes. the, the chair of the Maui Invitational, and he's mm. a, he's a legend in his own right. You got like Indiana is mm-hmm. a blue blood. They always will be. The Indiana <laughs> brand is here. Like there yes. there is. Uh, and then and then yeah, we're walking around. I'm we got Providence here, the, the team, yeah. the first team to ever win the Maui Invitational. First team we almost were there. We just and we're walking around in Hawaiian that. shirts, and everyone, yeah, they're looking at us like we're the Paul brothers. No, there was literally them. a player on Providence yesterday. We won't give his name. He came up to Titus and I, and he said, <laughs> "You guys mind deflating these balls a little bit, uh, as if we were the ball boys." Yeah. And uh, you know, it's either we're the ball boys or we're the yeah. hated podcasters. But regardless, we we'll, are the Maui boys. And we'll, we're back. We'll save the Maui stuff. So, like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do a little preview and, and stuff at the very end. We'll we'll talk more about it then. But I, I just wanted to point out that like. If, if we sound a little off, it's because we, we have are. people listening we are. to us. Yeah, yes. we have like, there's like going to be a crowd forming. <laughs> just people. Like, I'm going to turn around Roy Williams and just has his arm crossed just yeah. watching us. He's like, and you said what, bad guy or bad I'm guy? Bad or bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say Virginia was going to yeah. win the ACC? And yeah, like, that's I, the show. Sir, I have a, I have a bone to pick with uh, Anyway, let's, let's, uh, let's get into it. So general thoughts on college mm. basketball being back. As I said, uh, it, it felt like 
it felt like our colleagues are is colleagues the right word People yes the, the the our peers were excited to mm. just fire off takes people mm-hmm. were overrated jeff goodman already wants to <laughs> wants to unrank kentucky because they lost to richmond uh Virginia, a team that we pointed out should yeah. be a top 25 yeah, team richmond so. is very good yeah. we 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 knew this like i don't i i paid almost get no, them out of here yeah. duke almost lost to coppin state get them out, get of, them here. out of here <laughs> virginia did lose to usf get them all get the them way all out. like yeah. like i saw people talking about can tony bennett's brain of basketball mm, win mm, in the modern yes virginia is literally the defending still, still the champions champion. folks yeah nothing has changed <laughs> Uh, uh, so it is. It is uh, out of the gate. We, we uh, you know, a, a lot of people. There, there's a there's a course correction. Like people were just like fired. It's like a rubber band effect. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've had the rubber band pulled back for 258 days. Yeah. We're waiting to just let yes. go of that thing. Yes. And as soon as you let go, it, boy, boy, it was coming. Uh, so with that being said, let's let's do that ourselves. Let's uh, general let's slap thoughts, ourselves on the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> General thoughts, um, the first week of college. but So we started on Wednesday. We're recording this mm-hmm. Monday right before the November July. 25th, we remember. We moved yeah. it back a, a week, I, mm-hmm. I believe. We did our, we had our four options, you know, about mm-hmm. six months ago where they were like, yep. we can start option A, option B, option C, I forgot C, about that B. when they were like, we're, and, uh, we're, we're considering I think all we did options. option C, which is November 25th. <laughs> college basketball did come back. And I think the, the first takeaway I had was it is weird watching. Like, I, you know, I'm a North Carolina fan. I watch North Carolina against College of Charleston, the first game. And it's the Dean Dome, Mark yeah. Titus. And it's not really the Dean Dome. It's this empty gym. It's kind of eerie. And I think the, the one thing I'll say about college basketball is that it does – the atmosphere and the fans and the people that are tied to the game mean so much. Hey, hey Tate, hey, Tate. <laughs> uh, you mean to tell me the College of Charleston game North Carolina played was different than a regular environment yes, at the yes, Dean Dome? Yes, yes, A little because. bit different. <laughs> the wine and cheese crowd, they're a little bit louder than that. But, yeah. I mean, that's what we're saying. Like, that, uh, it's a little bit weird in college basketball not it, having fans. Yeah, like, obviously it's weird. We know it's going to be – like, we've, we've watched enough sports. Uh, sports have been back mm-hmm. for long enough that you've been able to kind of – readjust your expectations of what like yeah. the, the initial shock like like watching the NBA and seeing the the benches in the NBA that were spread mm-hmm. out and then now we're seeing that in college but like so that part is like not really a shock seeing guys <laughs> seeing coaches in masks isn't particularly a shock but it does still f- it, it's 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 a good thing I, I think mm-hmm. this is a good thing that it's not normal like I don't want my fear is that one day I look up and what's going on right now is like I don't even react mm-hmm. to it I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah that's that's college basketball yeah. my kids grow yeah. up <laughs> like this is this is normal yeah. to I don't I don't have kids but that's <laughs> like that's not what I don't I don't want that so the, it's still a little off which I think is a good thing but it's a bad thing in the short term because it, you do you lose it I mean like like we're not stupid we watch college basketball we, we understand that the product on the court is mm-hmm. the, like the players are not as talented as mm-hmm. the NBA. Mm-hmm. That is, this is this is something that NBA fans want to point out to us. They're like, "Are you guys morons? Yeah. Do not understand mm-hmm. that David Duke is not as good as Chris Paul." We're, We're like, like, "Huh?" Yes. <laughs> somehow we have gotten that. We have gathered that over the years. No yes. shit. <laughs> um, the reason we watch is all the, the, the pageantry is a big part of it. I mean, there's a, there's a million reasons, but the pageantry is part of it, and, and hearing the fight songs and the traditions yeah. and, and the crowds, like the students, all that stuff goes into it. And not having it sucks, but uh, you know, we'll make do with what we have. And and um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that's what, college basketball for us. I mean, that yeah. was like uh, the the first week, like you said, we had to get over that little weird temperature test of like, I don't have the fans in the crowd. I don't have the usual yeah. signpost to say this is what college basketball looks like. And I will say college basketball is the one sport where the fans really do matter. I feel like yeah, they, it, they, it's they, not – like we've been yeah, watching pro yeah. sports. Like uh, Augusta National people are like, man, I miss the Booyah guy. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I don't care. I screaming mashed potatoes. Yeah, I don't care about that <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, but like in college basketball, I do miss the fans. I do miss the fact yeah. that if you have – you know, if you're yeah. Kentucky and you play in Rutgers, 
Sharp Arena against Richmond, maybe you know they get you going. Maybe the crowd right. gets you into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, what about so so so? There's that. There's uh, I, I mean that's big picture stuff. What about like on the granular level? Mm. Um, overreactions because. Uh, the first week of, from what I've seen, and I did not watch every game. I I have been all over the map. We were kind of getting ready for this, and we, mm-hmm. we we flew in here. We had to quarantine, which uh, was was an experience. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I haven't watched everything tape. But to mm. me, two things jump out. Number one, this is Gonzaga's national title to lose. Yep. That that was that is that overreaction. Number one. Yeah, yeah. Number two, <laughs> Luca Garza's already won national player. Yes, of the year thirty-six points in one half, and uh, he he's, won. He sealed it. He's Good averaging job. like thirty-five and ten out of yep. the game against two teams that are. Io Desumu is only not only clutch, but also yeah. uh, scored over twenty-two points in every single game he's played in. So he's also national player of the year consideration. Um, I I think the Gonzaga part. Let's talk about Gonzaga okay. a little bit because I think Gonzaga. Uh, it's definitely an overreaction, uh, as as was pointed out. Like I, I, I tweeted something about like you know like you're, you just lean into the overreaction part. You say like Gonzaga, <laughs> it's nas- their national title list. Mm-hmm. And a guy pointed out to me that that we've been here before. Not not that I needed him to point it out, but I, I like started thinking about it about um, basically November national champions. Mm-hmm. Like this this mm-hmm. is this has happened before. Yes. Zion Williams talking about the Maui Invitational. We remember yep. we saw Rui Hachimura. We saw the Zion Williamson team mm-hmm. in the Champions Classic, and we looked at it, they they wiped the floor with Kentucky, a, good, a decent Kentucky yep. team. Yep. And we said, oh my remember, god, Tyler Hero was on that team. Nobody's beating that team. Yeah. Um, and then not long after in Maui, <laughs> two weeks later, in the Maui, Maui Invitational. Maui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched uh, Gonzaga beat beat Duke. Uh, same sort of thing with with 2015 Kentucky. Uh, I I was at that Champions Classic when they destroyed mm. Kansas, mm. and that can that Kentucky team obviously. <clears throat> was undefeated yeah it turned out to be pretty good. <laughs> pretty good but they did not win a national title yep. so um we've we've been down this road before having said that Gonzaga looked really really good mm-hmm. <laughs> they mm-hmm. really good. And, and I think when we talked about Gonzaga to start the year we uh we made the joke about Villanova 2018 where we had you know four or five guys on the team that you could make the argument they were the best player and when you watch Gonzaga I think that every single guy that I thought was going to be quote unquote the best player somehow over exceeded my expectations. Drew Timmy yeah. is like an easy double double. Looks like one of the best big men in the country. You're like, okay, Drew Timmy's the best player. And then Suggs comes out, the freshman, and you're like, he's going to, you know, have his fresh yeah. mistakes. He puts up like 26 and 10 and looks like the best point guard his in the first, country. His first basket was an alley oop dunk where he, <laughs> he taunted a Kansas player, got teed up. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like yes. okay, I think Gonzaga's going to be okay. And then Corey Kispert, he should have declared for the draft right there. He should have like just dunked it, got Got teed up like and then just out. pulled, popped his jersey yeah. and just walked out with middle. That's fingers. what the NBA would want. They're like, these are our kind of guys. Um, and then Corey Kispert, I think a guy that you and I looked at and we said, this guy. I mean, we understand he's the most notable player on the team, but is he the best player on the team? Yeah. And I think we forgot that Corey Kispert is going to not only wear a headband, he's also yeah, going to have an attitude. Kispert, he's yeah. going to have an attitude. I, and, uh, that was that was good. To I'm see. going to put my hand up, tap my chest. Uh, <laughs> About Corey Kisper, I never thought Corey Kisper was a bad basketball player. Mm-hmm. I I still stand by Jalen Suggs as the best player on this team, and I don't. Think I see. I'm a Drew Timmy guy. I'm, I'm right, sticking with fine. Timmy. That's Timmy. Fine. But uh uh, I, I, my my opinion of Jalen Suggs being the best player on the team is so far <laughs> aged just fine. Yeah, so I'm not great. I'm yeah. not I'm not worried about that. But I will put my hand up and say. Uh, I forgot Corey Kispert was as big as he is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there's something about that guy that like if you're not paying attention. And, and or you haven't watched Gonzaga in a while, and I hadn't watched him in 258 mm-hmm. days. Dude. It had been a while, mm-hmm. 
And in my mind, Corey Kispert was like six three, six four. Yep. He's not. And then mm. the the, the he play, is like six yeah, seven. He's like, <laughs> he, he's, he's like a he, he's going to go to the NBA and play the five. Right? <laughs> he's going to be a stretch five in the he's league. He's new Draymond. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was a play. I, I forget what the circus is, but but someone uh, uh, Gonzaga drove. It was probably Suggs, and they just dump it off to Kispert, and he just like drop step dunk with two mm. hands and and as like it was, he was a big nonchalant, man. nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. And and in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, like in my mind, he's like a, a modern version of Steve Alford, and then you see him do that, and you're like, oh, that's yeah, right, a little bit different. I forgot. He's yeah. he's he's actually very yeah. Gonzaga Gonzaga looks really good. Uh, we we the, so Gonzaga has West Virginia on Wednesday, yep. and then uh, Saturday they're playing Baylor, and then they got Iowa at the end of the month. So we'll know more. Mm. You know, I mean, but shout out to the WCC. We'll get into it in a second. Should we? Should we just move on because I, I feel like we're stepping on our own toes here. Okay, should we just a, get into the to the yeah. main event, the main segment? Because yeah. a lot of people they've been waiting for this to happen. We've been waiting for this to happen. Last year we did not mm-hmm. do this, uh, but it is our calling card in a certain you know in a certain sense. And I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, yeah, we're doing we are doing good guy bad guy. Oh yeah, we're bringing it back, Tate. Yeah, no Kyle's guy. The, uh, we 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 yeah. Th- but there is good guys. There are bad guys. Yeah. And if you get the definition, you understand where we're coming from. And there were lots of good guys. There mm-hmm. were, uh, I mean, honestly, a few exceptional bad guys. Some guys that really stood out to us. Um, some of our favorite uh, notable cult heroes from the past. A Rick Stansberry sighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into all that. But first, we should start with good guy. We're gonna start with good guy. Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay, good guy for me. Um, we did our preview podcast. We did four two-hour podcasts. Um, and <laughs> I'm still reeling from that so experience. Yeah, I, I'm still not quite there. So if I say anything that's a little foggy, that sounds like um, a parody. Yeah, it's it's. I'm lost. That I'm lost. Like, like, some, <laughs> like someone tweets, so, like a guy texts his buddy. These and he's guys like, did, did eight hours yeah, of college basketball buddy, previews. Did you did you listen to the eight-hour preview that Tyson Tate did? And then the buddy's like, "This is a, you're joking, yeah, right?" I like, was literally sleeping. Yeah. That's what I'm supposed to do for eight hours. Not listen to a podcast. Uh, but regardless, uh, in our in our previews, we went down the list and we went down some potential good guy candidates. And uh-huh. you know, the one that really stood out to me as we went into the season, he was canvassing. Of course, we, mm-hmm. we talked about this. Josh Passner of Georgia Tech. He is uh, he's become beloved in the Atlanta community. He is not loved by basketball fans that are Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket fans, I assume, because Josh Pastner came out and is laying. The biggest good guy, good guy campaign of all time, which is basically he's canvassing for his own good guy campaign. You, you yeah. play Georgia State is the, is the first game we're going to take think of. They go to four overtimes at Georgia State. Georgia State wins that game in four overtimes at Georgia Tech. Josh Pastner after the game, you know, basically gives credit to Georgia State, says that they're a great team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's like, <laughs> very good guy. Out, move. It turns out Georgia State was practicing <laughs> five on five. We have not. Yes. We Touched we do remember that Josh Pastner yeah. said that they would not practice, uh, they would have no contact practices, and it's not working out so far. Yeah. So that's a very we good guy. We have played horse for three months, and it's not going well. And it's continuous. It doesn't seem like there's any end in sight right now for Josh Pastner. He also has the visor on, um, which somehow is hilarious. Like I don't know why it is, but when you watch him coaching and he has that visor on, there's there's like droplets all over the visor from where he's been yelling. So he's kind of like faded out as if it's like raining on his windshield a little bit. And he obviously has not coached this team. And they have some talent. Alvarado, some of those guys in Georgia Tech. Yeah. I've seen them beat you know, North Carolinas of the world and compete with some of the top teams in the ACC. But they are non-existent. They are nowhere. We talked about Josh Pastner being a lame duck due to his contract situation. And that's a good guy move. You know, yeah. Go out, lose some games, get people on your side, and just say – 
hey, Warnock, January 5th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you, he's not canvassing for the Senate races in Georgia. He's canvassing for his good guy of the year campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going out there, he's, he's like, be sure to vote Pastner. He's honestly doing the Duffy's. I've, I've, I've never seen this. I've never seen someone go out and so willingly fall on their face and say, I will be the good guy of the year. And for that reason, I would say, Josh yeah. Pastner, I'm proud and of you. And to be clear, like, just to reiterate, because we do have new <laughs> listeners, it's not enough to be uh, to, to lose games. It's mm-hmm. not enough to be on the hot seat yep. to be good guy of the year. Yep. You have to, like... Yeah, get your ass kicked, and then mm-hmm. the post game press conference say Georgia State Georgia deserved State, to win this game. Deserved to win, and say <laughs> and not like be that upset about it. Yeah, and be like a nice guy, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that's Josh Pastner, and yeah. it's been a good experience, and that's that is my thing. good guy. Of the year, yeah, I mean, so I, I have a feeling you're just just lock it in every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm <laughs> just, watching every Georgia Tech game. Uh, the ratings will be up. Titus and Tate bit watch is uh, watch Tate Ooh. for the bit where he just makes Josh Pastner get good. And the worst part about week. it is like somehow Georgia Tech's going to beat North Carolina and I'm going to be like, Josh Pastner, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, my good guy of the week is Jay Wright, head Ooh. coach of the Villanova Wildcats. Wow. Uh, they lost to Virginia Tech. So first of mm-hmm. all, he is a good guy because he uh, he went out of his way, stuck his neck out, yep. took took the, landed, fell on the sword, whatever the idiom is, mm-hmm. uh, for <laughs> Mike Young to be officially crowned Mister November. I'm doing it. Round of applause. Congratulations, Coach. Mike Young, uh, we saw him last year at the Maui Invitational. Yes. They knocked off the Michigan State Spartans, mm-hmm. who many people felt could have been the best team. Were they number one in the country? They were. They, yes, they started at the, the preseason. Yep. Or did they? Yeah. Were they, they, were, they, were number yeah one. they were number one, yeah. They were number one at Maui last year? I think so. Or Kansas was. Or they were one or two. Did they slip? I, th- I feel like they slipped even though they hadn't lost yet. But Michigan State was number one preseason. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Going yeah. into last year, they were the number one team. They cashes once not. Point so. is, uh, we, Virginia Tech kind of came out of nowhere and mm-hmm. beat beat. Well, Michigan Bisa beat Landers Nolly, who's now at Memphis. Yep. Those two guys kind of dominated um, that game. And they kind of did it again against Villanova. <laughs> Mike Young will be Sabidi. And, saw him. and people forget yep. the year before that, Mike Young was at Wofford and beat North Carolina mm-hmm. in the Dean Dome. That was in December, though. I looked that and, up because I got so excited. Well, I was like, oh, my God, is he really Mr. November? But there were a lot of people that were, at that point were making fun of North Carolina saying it was a bad loss. But yeah. really, they did not know that Mike <laughs> yeah, Young yeah. was going to become <laughs> such a great ca- head coach, a stalwart in the game. So we just want to go ahead and wipe that from the history books <laughs> as a bad loss. Not a bad loss. <laughs> that was a good loss. Upon review. <laughs> also, shout out to Mike Young because, like, everyone on their team somehow has transferred from Wofford. I don't know how transfer rules have worked with his yeah. team, but it's like everyone he puts in there, like, and of course, he, from he, Wofford. Yeah, yeah. Reminds, Wofford. It's like uh, when Mark Pope took the BYU job, yeah. and then he. he <laughs> He brought tools in with him. Yeah, he was like, Valley. I want my best and He's got, like, another guy that's a, that's a transfer. You thought yeah. I forget who it was, but, yeah. You look up, and it's just all these guys. Steve Forbes trying to do the same thing at Wake yeah. Forest. Like, all yeah. these guys, like, just give him my just, guys. <laughs> Kyle Young <laughs> going to Ohio State. With yeah, Kyle Young, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Huh, interesting. <laughs> but uh, the real reason I picked Jay Young, or Jay Young, Jay Wright <laughs> as my good guy of the week is not because he, he allows Mike Young to be mm. crowned Mr. November. Mm. It is because uh, Brad Davison. Yep. Yep. I'm saying it. He's a friend of the program. He, he is. Um, uh, he is the most hated man in college basketball. But mm-hmm. I, screw it. I don't care. I'm going. I'm going down with the ship. I'm going to cheer for Brad Davison this year. As yep. long as he, uh, as long as he doesn't, do, as long as he doesn't do horseshit stuff to Ohio mm-hmm. State. Just mm-hmm. like clean it up against Ohio State, Brad, and we'll be good. That's all I ask. I, but yeah, for the most part, it's a senior year. Like I, I, I am someone who 
I don't necessarily love cheering for the villains, but I think villains are necessary in college basketball, and I appreciate his role that he's playing in college basketball. So, what, you have something? No, I was going to say, I will, I've watched Wisconsin play, and Wisconsin's actually a likable team. I feel like yeah. we have, yeah. we right now are putting this moniker of, like, most hated man in America, and Brad may be, right? We, we yeah. probably think that if you just put him in a vacuum and say, what do you think about this guy? They're like, I hate him. <laughs> but if you look at the, the, the Wisconsin team is kind of a fun team, right. and they're actually a really good team. And, in fact, after watching them play a couple games. And guess games, why they're fun. Yeah. Guess I'm, who's I'm the in. senior leader of that team? <laughs> Brad Davidson. Yeah, think about uh, it. So screw it. I'm 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 down for Brad, but a lot of people aren't. And and the reason I'm picking Jay Wright as good guy of the week is because he he made he helped Brad Davison's <laughs> reputation <Yes>. by uh, <laughs> Villanova's losing at the end of regulation. They they don't have a prayer. Mm-hmm. They 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 have no way. Uh, they don't have the ball. It's Virginia Tech ball. It's game over. It's game over. In fact, I tweeted. No, ga- it's, I, it's, I, I tweeted game over. No, point. Villanova had the ball. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah Villanova the had the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's but it is game. You had tweeted mm-hmm. this is game over. Mm-hmm. It's it's done. I, was, I did the Mike Mike Young Mister November celebration. What was it? They were they were down um, two. two yeah. With in uh, the bonus one point three seconds yep. left. Yep. No timeouts. Yep. So they basically have to go. They have to late it. They mm-hmm. have to throw the mm-hmm. pass and all that. Uh, so what does or Jay not. Wright do? <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> what does Jay Wright do? They don't. They do not have to late it. Mm-hmm. They Davison it. Yes. They set the screen on the, the take the, the charge the the inbounder running back and forth guy guarding the inbounder. They set the screen. They take a, a shitty charge, uh, and and because it's Jay Wright, people were like genius. Yeah. What a genius play! And, and not when Brad G- Davison did the same thing, it was dirty. It was bush league. <laughs> when Jay Wright does it, genius. It's genius. Yeah. For the record, I think it's bush league. The, the the problem with a lot of these antics, and the problem with Brad Davison's antics in particular, and I don't mean to like keep harping on him, but. They work. That, yes, this is the problem. Yes. This, it, that's that's why I'm a pro Brad Davison guy yeah, now. Yeah, is because this yeah. is not a Brad Davison problem. This is a college referee problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as long as you're going to continue to get rewarded, you're going to see guys grab their nuts and fall down. Yeah. When there's one second left I, and they got to go the length of the floor. I'll give you a perfect example. We were watching last night Houston Texas Tech. We we're in the same room and we we're watching Mac McClung. And Mac McClung does something that in you know in basketball communities you would say a little bit of a bush league move. Does the pump fake on the deep three, gets his man in the air, and then just not even trying to make the shot, just jumps into him. Yeah. The ball flails up in the air. Refs make no call. The announcers go great no call. Like you you don't you don't you don't reward that kind of behavior. Right. And I shit you not, ten seconds later, we're coming down the floor. One of the biggest flop charges you've ever <laughs> seen yeah, taken yeah. by Texas Tech and they're they're like, What a great play. It's, and it's like, no, 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 let's switch that. Maybe call the fact that like yeah. Mac McClung got his command in the air. Yeah. She deserves at least three free throws probably. Yeah. And then maybe not call this charge. Well, but that's what we're in college basketball. Been, we love charges. The college basketball been, community yeah, loves charges. It's a point that's been made a million times. <laughs> Refs just love calling charges. If you yeah. make if you make like <laughs> it's a strikeout call for the umpire. It really I mean? is, it's, dude. It's, it's, if the charge call was like you, you, you make like a antlers, mm-hmm. you make like moose antlers. No one ever like w- Wiggle your fingers. Yeah. No one's calling a charge yeah. Yeah. ever. But the charge is, is the strikeout. Yeah. <laughs> um. In the same game, by the way, Gr- uh, Grisham for uh, uh, Houston. Yes. Blocks Mac McClung. <laughs> Can we point this out? Why we're on why we're on the topic of refs? Uh. He 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 blocks Mac McClung's shot. Mm. I, I didn't hear what he said. I couldn't read his lips. I, I have no idea. We but, but I also, I've yeah. played basketball my entire life. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I know about basketball players, when you block a shot, get it does shit out of here. Get that, sh- <laughs> get that shit out of here or give me that shit. Those are the only two things you say. That's it. It doesn't matter race, religion, creed, yep, yep, no matter what yep, you are. Yep. If you play bat, if it just never, comes out. If you've never touched a basketball <laughs> and you step on a court and block a guy's shot, you say, give me that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to look around. You're like, what just happened? So the, he blocks the shot. He, I assume, says, give me that shit. Not even two Mac McClung's face, by the way. 
face. Just like, it just says, it just said, that's what I'm saying. It's a, re, it's a, just a yeah. reflex. You yeah. just say it. And then he gets teed up for it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm watching this, like, what, what is going on? Yeah. If, if we can't, if we can't allow guys to say, give me that shit, mm. should we even bring college? Is it worth playing college basketball in a COVID situation? If guys cannot say, give me that shit. Dude, and Kelvin shot. Sampson, he argued the case. You know what I mean? Grisham's up there. He's like, I didn't say it to him. Yeah. I was just saying, give me that shit. Kelvin <laughs> he didn't say it to him. Still uh, teed up. We're getting off topic. Back yeah, to the back J. To J back Wright. to J. Wright. Yeah. Back to uh, uh, the book. I, I am I am anti that play. Uh-huh. I, I I want it out of the game. I want like my ideal call of that play is mm. a flagrant foul on Villanova. Okay. In fact, I think you should be ejected from the game for that. I, I, <laughs> I think if you grab your nuts and fall over, yeah. No matter the circumstance, you mm-hmm. should be ejected. Mm-hmm. That's, if I was a ref, I'm not even kidding. I really I really feel like charges in general, and I'm talking. I'm not talking about offensive fouls. Mm-hmm. People that have, have listened to us for a long time know the difference. Yeah, there's they, a difference. They get it, yeah. but like, there's yeah. some, there are probably some newcomers like, what are you saying? You're saying guys could just bowl people over? Mm-hmm. No. I'm, I Offensive fouls, we need them. We need them in the game mm-hmm. so guys can't be out of control. We do not need guys grabbing their nuts and falling over in any context whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this is going to be the equivalent of like – uh, the way we look back on basketball in like 1907, and they had to climb a ladder to pull the the ball out of the peach basket. In a hundred years, people are going to mm-hmm. be look back and be like, "What? what? You, you let guys like just grab their balls and fall over, and you rewarded that? <laughs> what? Yeah, TV Teddy is going to be like, yes, yeah. I absolutely. Did. Yeah, guys go up for dunks, and you just let them mm-hmm. like throw their shoulder mm-hmm. into their ankle because the the dude's so high in the air and. The defender doesn't even try to block the shot. He mm. just grabs his balls. Yeah. And that was a good play. The that Greg, was considered a good – The Greg Paulus. Not yeah. only did you do that, you coach guys to mm-hmm. do that? Yes, the Coach K. And that's the, <laughs> the interesting part of the whole thing, right? You said Jay Wright. No one, no backlash to Jay Wright. In fact, yeah. Jay Wright argued so hard for that call. He gets the call. They get the bonus free throws. Mm-hmm. They go to overtime. Mm-hmm. And then ball don't lie. Virginia yeah, Tech, ball don't lie. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they win yeah. the game in overtime. But if any other – if Coach K had done that, I yep. would sit here today, and I would be roasting him. I yeah. would say, like, he's a gimmick coach. He's not, you know, he, he's not this coach that you all think <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. And so, like, I just want to say that right now. Like, but that's why that's my own inherent bias. That's why Jay Wright. Yeah, no, Jay that's Wright. why Jay Wright is good guys because he is he is uh, legitimate. Almost called Jay Wright Jay Billis. Yeah. That's how that's how deep I am. It's so funny guy. that we've gotten to a point, by the way, that Jay Wright is like the the gold standard for mm-hmm. for coaching because Jay Wright just basically is like, I'm going to shoot threes. So then all the people that <laughs> all the NBA people, all the people that quote unquote know basketball yeah. are like Jay Wright has unlocked the next level of college but like mm-hmm. he is he's three steps ahead of every other coach yeah when as we've pointed out on the show many times five years ago Jay Wright was, like, was was a mess like, and people were like is he on the hot seat yeah like, can this guy can, get, over the, can, get yeah. over the hump meanwhile now he's running the game now uh, now he now yeah now him doing this like legitimizes <laughs> college basketball strategies that like oh if Jay Wright thinks that's mm-hmm. a good idea then I guess uh I guess that's a good that's a good play. We should. And to segue us into bad guy, the final note on Jay Wright, uh, they did the let's let's throw it back. They did the rewind with Jay Wright in, in this uh, Villanova game, and it was the 94 feet, the first segment we ever saw of 94 feet. They <laughs> took us back to 2015, the time that you just brought up, and Jay Billis is like, "This is the inaugural 94 feet. I'm with Jay Wright." And Jay Wright and Jay Billis are walking, and it's a great question. He's like, "If you you know if you weren't going to coach a kid, like who would be the coach that you would send someone?" And he goes, "Sean Miller." So <laughs> that leads us. <laughs> Right. A lot has changed. <laughs> that leads us right into that. Guy. A lot has and there we go. Uh, my final note. Yeah, we, we were getting back <laughs> in. My final note though was uh, Jay Wright is also another reason he's a good guy. And, and, then, and then we don't. You Let's know, just keep doing yeah. final notes. <laughs> That's the new name of the podcast. Final notes. <laughs> Jay Wright. Uh, Villanova State in Bubbleville. Mm. I wanted to point that out. I just wanted to. I just wanted to point and, that and out. And it's that basically they, they were supposed games. to only play two games. Yeah. They're they're now going to play on Tuesday. Still, they're still in bubble. The, the Virginia Tech game was a bonus game. Yep. They decided after they lost, they're like, screw it, let's stay again. They're going to play Hartford on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Villanova might just 
move operations. Yes. But they might, they might that play is the new home arena, That's the Mohegan Sun. Yeah. They're in Connecticut. So uh, shout out to Jay Wright for being a good guy for that reason. That he's going to continue to take L's because his team is exhausted. They played. This is going to be their fourth game in seven days. Everyone's looking around. Can we go home, but, coach? No. You can but he is taking coronavirus seriously by keeping his guys in a sterile yeah. environment. Yeah. And, uh, Keep so him in the bubble. Guy. Good guy. Yeah. He's good gonna. Guy. He, yeah, they're probably gonna start losing. Player safety. Yeah. That's what we know. Yeah. Always first. Yeah. Player safety first. Uh, bad guy. All right. Let's get into it. Whew. This is a. This is a pretty tough one. And in fact, this is how I made my decision on bad guy. I watched one game, and uh, it happened to be in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. uh, the Pentagon. Of course, we love the Pentagon. Duncan Robinson came on our show, said Shooter's Gym, one of his favorite gyms mm-hmm. in America. So I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking, this is going to be a fun game. Shooter's Gym, we got a bunch of five stars on the floor. we got Boogie Ellis, one of my favorite players in Memphis, guy that I wanted to go to North Carolina badly, but went to Memphis. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see what Boogie's going to do mm-hmm. this year. Spotlight's on mm-hmm. him. And then I'm looking on the other side. Charles Bassey, Rick Stansberry. Can I add, like, the bag is back. And then it's the bad boy mowers classic. we got Penny. we got Stansberry. And I'm like, whoever wins this game is going to be do you know bad Single person that owns a bad boy mower. I don't, but Is I did see Bob they... Huggins own a bad boy mower. That's the that's the first person <laughs> I saw own a bad boy mower. I guess that's probably why they sponsor everything. because they're trying to like get like someone please buy our. I mower. just can't imagine in Atlanta as people are like, I need bad boy mowers. Like yeah. I don't know how they're like they're one to one. That like they have so much grass to cut there that they need. I don't understand that. But but aside from that, I change it to to bag boys uh, mm-hmm. instead of bad boys. You know mm-hmm. that's that's bag our joke. That's our yeah, joke. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, these two guys go at each other. And I learned something uh, about the Memphis Tigers, and then it's going to teach me something about the bad guy. But Penny Hardaway is a bad coach, and uh, and I say you're saying bad or bad. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying both, and uh, and I think like uh, to to make it you know a simple you know understanding yeah. comprehension whatever you want to say from coaching, it's like. A coach's job, in my opinion, is to define roles for his team. Right. It's, it's role definition, right? It's yeah. not even about drawing up schemes and plays. Like that's like the next level of coaching in my mind. But like just just the the bare bones of it. If you coached a YMCA team, you and I, we'd be like, all right, here's what we want you to do. We want yeah. you to set screen. Run the we flex want- offense. <laughs> <laughs> horns. Horns. <laughs> Start calling out horns. <laughs> Benny Hardaway and this Memphis Tigers team, there is no role definition and there is absolutely no role acceptance, yeah, right? There is yeah. like to put it in coaching terms, right. there's no role acceptance, there's no role definition. That team is a hot mess. Yeah. And then on the other side of things, Rick Stansberry has like Mr. Kentucky basketball for like the past five <laughs> years somehow. He's got Charles Bassey, who's like a true five star, a guy that if he didn't get in foul trouble against West Virginia, I think they had a real shot at beating West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. They could have won the Bag Boy Mowers Classic, to say the least. And all I'm saying is Rick Stansberry, we've shit on him on this program. We've said that he, like, breaks the code of dropping the bag. But Charles Bassey's playing hard, you know what I mean? Like, Charles yeah. Bassey seemed like a Mitchell Robinson that he would go there. A and true just, bad guy there. doesn't but just drop not. the bag. It's once no. once he's the guy's there, you got to coach him. Yeah. You got to coach him up. He's cultivating a culture. You got to coach him up. Yeah. And uh, and for me, that is, like, what a bad guy is about. It is delivering on the assets. Penny mm-hmm. Hardaway is not delivering He's on collecting the assets. the assets. He's got the assets. Yeah. Boogie yeah. Ellis is a good yeah. player. He's not doing anything. Landers Nolly is a good player. He's not doing anything. Yeah. But God, you look Memphis on the other is a mess. Dude. Memphis is a mess. Like they have. Who no saw that coming? That, that Penny Hardaway, the <laughs> man who got the job because were, he was. He, we're like, what is the offense? And Penny was like, we're gonna go play fast. We're gonna play fast. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna score points. We're gonna make shots and play yeah. fast. So bad guy of the week, uh, Rick Stansberry. Congratulations. It's, it's shocking. The man who who got the job because he had known James <laughs> Wiseman for ten years. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty much it. And and he I mean, played it, at Memphis. You know, upon ref- like I said, we did the 2018 like upon review with the Wofford yeah. game. Like upon review, like Tubby Smith, 
you know, kind of got screwed Dude, I out. said it at the time. I said, like, this is a coup. There's no other way around it. Like, Toby Smith won a national championship. I understand he, he was not igniting not the fire flashy. in Memphis yeah, 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 fan base. I get it. Like, there, there are reasons to move on from a guy. He doesn't have to put up, like, six and 25 mm. seasons. He doesn't, it doesn't have to be an absolute disaster, and you can move on from guys. I'm not telling you you have to have Toby Smith as your coach for the, the next 30 years. <laughs> But the way the way Memphis went about it was a coup. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. Like Penny was calling up people saying, "I know James Wiseman. Yeah. I can deliver him to Memphis. Him and I will bring him here. <laughs> but you have to fire Toby." And they're like, "Give us two days." <laughs> and they did it. Thanks, coach. And now, the, and then James Wiseman played three games. He's in the NBA, and now you're stuck with this. Congratulations. And Memphis. and, and you, I don't even know what, what it wanted. is. It is yeah. a it is a blob of confusion. I mean, Penny Hardaway's son out there. I think he like he's playing good defense. He, like. <laughs> I just don't even understand yeah. what's happening with this Memphis team other than, like, it's a mess. There is no role yeah. definition. And then on the other side, Rick Stansbury has done that with his team. Yeah. And Charles Bassey is one of those guys that if he ends up being second-team All-American, mm. I wouldn't be surprised. You know is, what I mean? Western yeah. Kentucky is a really good team. Is, if it was Western Kentucky – we should do Kentucky as, as Western. If Western Kentucky continues to play well, we should Western do, Kentucky is the we best team do Kentucky, in Kentucky yeah, right now. I was gonna say I'll we should say do that. Kentucky power rankings. Yeah, right now, Western <laughs> Kentucky best team in Kentucky. Coach Cal is shook. He's uh, like, what? What's going on? I, I have five stars. Didn't, didn't know I was potting with Jeff Goodman. Uh, all right, my my bad guy of the week is a a man who uh, you, you went for. In order to bring back good guy, bad guy, yeah. I, I think you were on the right page. And thinking we got, we got to go with the classic bag man. Yeah, you yeah. got to go like, our characters. You yeah. got to you got to stay yeah. in the wheelhouse. I'm keeping it in the wheelhouse mm. as well. I'm going mm. with a, a tried and true bag man. My pick for bad guy of the week is Lorenzo Romar. Oh my goodness! And the reason why I was hoping it was gonna be Jim Herrick at Pepperdine. I'm yeah, like, what did yeah. he do? <laughs> so, but it's Lorenzo, Lorenzo Romar at Pepperdine. It's still Lorenzo. It's still Pepperdine. Uh, so Pepperdine <laughs> took UCLA to three overtimes. Yep. They end up losing. Colby Ross, 33 points. But as we know, the bad game is not about wins and losses mm. per se. It's mm. about brand. Mm. Um, it's about like I know we just said you, you got to coach them. It's it's a long ter- it's a long term thing. Like Rick Stansberry, he, he's been planting seeds for yes, a while. Yes. This is a long thing. This is from 2017. Like, Penny jumped in and tried to like turn make it happen mm-hmm. overnight. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You got to slowly play the game. Mm-hmm. It's not about like did we beat UCLA or not. They won. Pepperdine yep. won. Yep. Because Pepperdine with Kessler Edwards with Colby mm-hmm. Ross, they got mm-hmm. two dudes that you're looking at when you're watching Pepperdine. You're like. Those are do NBA they, players. Do they have NBA players? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on out here? How did they do that? And they took UCLA to do overtime. By the way, as an aside, uh, I'm buying every ounce of UCLA stock that mm-hmm. people are selling. Mm-hmm. People are, are jumping off the UCLA bandwagon. Yeah, we, we saw something as egregious as UCLA is in the same gro- uh, crop or grouping as uh, Georgia Tech, which yeah, <laughs> that which, is no, that's erroneous. No. Like, throw it's, that it's out. disrespectful to San Diego State, honestly, because yeah. because UCLA loses at San Diego State. It's a true road game. Listen, mm-hmm. I know the I know the show wasn't there. The fans weren't there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's but still there's still like, like a spirit in still, there. There's but like, it's yeah. not even that. Like there's the, the San Diego State's still playing in the arena that they have shot in a million times. They yeah. practice it. Like they're familiar with. Yep. Like all that stuff does matter. Um, it doesn't matter as much without fans, but it does matter. And you still lost to a good San Diego State team that's going to be ranked. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, everyone's – no, scroll that. Anyway, point is <laughs> – uh, same thing with Pepperdine. I think like you Chris Smith, could, 26 and 12 in that yeah. game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm never jumping guy. off that bandwagon. Uh, Usually gets pushed to three overtimes against Pepperdine. Same sort of thing. You're like, how how is Pepperdine? I'll tell you how. Pepperdine's good. Mm. And Usually doesn't have two guys. They're still waiting for for a couple guys to get back. Um, 
But yeah, Lorenzo Omar is my pick because it's not about just it's it's not about whether he beats UCLA. It's about the brand. Pepperdine basketball is coming back. They have two guys that are good, but also it's the bigger picture as well. Lorenzo Romar is a big winner because the WCC as a whole. Yes, Dave, yes, winning again. It's like a big picture that like you have to be galaxy brain to mm-hmm. really be a bad mm-hmm. guy in 2020. Mm-hmm. And as we're you about to, to get to 2021, yeah. yeah, you have to see the bigger picture. Lorenzo Romar sees it. Mm-hmm. The Always WCC has. is back. San Francisco beats Virginia. Yes, the Dons. Gonzaga is an absolute wagon. Absolutely. Uh, we have the kid from LMU. What was it, uh, Le Pepe? <laughs> yes, Le Pepe yes. Who LMU? literally looks like a lion. Uh, Dude, the LMU lion. He is the mascot and is, the best player. Is the WCC a blue blood conference is what people are asking. Uh, is the WCC be better than the Pac-12? And that's the Pac-12 update. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Uh, so the fact that Pepperdine, if Pepperdine can elevate themselves, mm. if, if the WCC as a whole can, can gain the respect, and so far this first week the WCC, is yes. is legit mm-hmm. and just in mm-hmm. like I said in, in all honesty USF knocking off Virginia and Gonzaga playing well um if if that can become a thing where like people are all eyes are on WCC basketball and if Pepperdine could just be mentioned in the same breath because for the longest time mm. it was Gonzaga and St. Mary's and that was it yep. and no one else knew yep. any other schools in yep. the WCC and then BYU joined and people still I, I still feel like half the country doesn't even realize BYU is still in there yeah they think it's like a mountain west yeah but BYU still plays Gonzaga <laughs> they're just in the mountain west and mm-hmm. they play yeah um so Pepperdine can get to the point where people are saying the WCC is very good because they have schools such as Gonzaga mm. Pepperdine and you know yeah, just yeah, get yeah, in that yeah, mix yeah get in get in the the listing then of teams I'll, I, I just want to say look out America because <laughs> We've, we've pointed out many times over, Pepperdine is a sleeping giant. Yep. You All it takes is one visit to that campus, yep. and you're like, why would anybody go to school anywhere mm-hmm. else in this country? It is literally in the understand. heart of Malibu. Yeah, it, it is. It is a beautiful campus. The only thing that people can uh, knock it is that, it, you know, there is the uh, the fact that you can't leave. It's a very much like Wake Forest. It's a Christian school, so there's, yep. like, some rules and regulations there. But, like, it's not BYU. So, people, not, yeah. so people can go to Pepperdine and enjoy themselves, I'm sure. So th- there is a sales pitch there. And speaking of bad guys, Mark Gottfried mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at Cal State Northridge, he has to be kicking himself looking at Lorenzo Romar you know what I mean they're trying to do the same thing yeah and Lorenzo but, Romar is winning right now uh, I've been to Northridge I've been to Pepperdine <laughs> yes yes I think there's Pepperdine's gonna win that I think they're gonna win that yeah there's a reason so Lorenzo Romar again the seeds are being planted mm-hmm. he, he's been at Pepperdine before he's a Pepperdine guy yeah um I I don't know that, that's that's why he's my bad guy of the week because I think uh we just have to call attention to uh something brewing there and mm. I'm not saying I'm not pretending like Pepperdine's going to be a national title contender anytime soon or anything like that but uh the days of like watching the days of seeing a, a UCLA taking to three overtimes of Pepperdine and being like holy shit what's yeah, wrong and with laughing UCLA about it get yeah. that out of, yeah, get yeah, that yeah. out of here throw that out those days are long gone. Yeah, Pepperdine yeah. is is respectable now. So. And Pepperdine's a team that you know, if they make a tournament, they have a chance to have like like when you yeah. have a point guard like Colby Rice. Yeah, yeah, you can upset somebody, and yeah. people are like, "Wait a second, Pepperdine." Yeah. you know what I mean. And that yeah. is uh, that's what bad guys uh, do. All right, let's move on from. We did good guys. We did bad guys. This is typically where we do Kyle guy mm. update. Kyle guy's no longer with us. Yes, uh, he's still alive. But <laughs> yes. is, he, is he? I don't know, dude. So I think the hackers might have. Gotten <laughs> They've him. gotten to him. Check DM yeah, right now. DM. We'll, we'll see where he is. Kyle guy update. Still, still trying to check the ifs. Uh, but there's another guy at, at the University of Virginia. Yes. Uh, his name is Tony Guy. A Tony Guy. Yeah. A Tony Guy. Mm. Tony Guy Bennett. This is true. You can look this up on wikipedia.com.org, <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, Tony Bennett's middle name is Guy. So, Anthony Guy Bennett, yeah. Uh, we, we are doing the Tony Guy update, and the Tony Guy update is this. Whew. 
can Bennett Ball mm. win a national championship, Tate? That's what the people are asking. Is it can, – can, can it get over the hump? Like, what the hell is going on? What has on? happened? I don't understand. Do people already forget that Virginia did win the 2019 national championship? I think they did. I think they did. I think they legitimately <laughs> forgot. I think, like, like why – Goodman's why did, like, throw Virginia out I think, of here. I guess you got to win another one. Like, Jay Wright got over the hump to where Jay Wright can lose. And, yeah. And Tony Bennett can't I, – I don't know. That's what we're learning. Virginia started out great, right? The, the first game, they have a Tony in the first half, less than 20 points for people mm-hmm. that don't know. They, they they did great. They looked Virginia. They, they scored 87 points, I think, in that game. Sam Hauser turned some heads. And after their first game, a lot of people, uh, the Virginia fans, they were chirping at me, Mark Titus. Yeah. They're like, so much for your Sam so Hauser much, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Like, good luck with the Wahoos this year. So, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to temperature check myself at all times. You know what I mean? So I'm taking a step yeah. back. I'm like, don't engage. Let's wait this thing out. And then I'm <laughs> I, I just picture you in the mirror. <laughs> don't just engage. Just giving that talk. Don't, don't, let, don't let, feed the trolls. It's the South's oldest rivalry. Just let it go. They're, 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 they're always be there. They're always be there. We can always go at them. And then I'm watching the USF game, of course, <laughs> Sleeping Giant. And, uh, and, and as I'm watching, I'm seeing the, the same type of struggles that we've seen with Bennett Ball before. Which yeah. is like They're playing good defense, but they can't find the scoring. Hauser's yeah. struggling a little bit. Jay Huff is you know shooting threes for some reason. I'm like, Jay Huff, get in the block. I don't know. Jay Huff, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> exactly. Like we, we know you can shoot three. We get it. The scouts know you can shoot threes. Yeah, Kia Clark. like You don't have to always shoot. Yeah. Let's step yeah. up and do something, right? <laughs> this is this is where we're at in this game, right? And and because you know I got the Virginia fans chirping at me. I'm you know like I told you this year I'm I'm pulling for the Dons in this game. I'm like let's go Dons. Yeah. Let's see what's going on I here. Love this. And I as love the, and as they're making this run, I'm waiting to see you know Tony kind of make that that make that little move mm. that's going to get his guys going. But I think that Tony is trying to take a playbook out of Tom Izzo and trying to do some you know a little bit of adversity. little adversity wow. early. On. I don't All think right. he was upset about the loss if I if, if I can say that. I think he was going to give credit where credit is due. Um, and that is a very Tony thing to do, obviously. But I'm I'm not I'm not pressing the panic button panic button yet on Virginia, not. obviously. No. So as, as a I man, want to, but I, I won't. No, listen, nobody in college basketball media makes excuses for Virginia as well as I do. That's why mm. Virginia fans love me. They know when yep. things go wrong, when yep. when the the house of cards is collapsing on Virginia basketball, Virginia fans know where to turn, and it's me. Yep. They turn to me and they say, Titus. Yep. Talk us off the ledge. Yep. What's going on? Are we okay? Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm going to do that because that's what I do best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia's fine. Virginia's fine. <laughs> They're fine. You're I'm fine. You're yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> no. So th- th- this is th- as you said. Th- th- these are these are consistent themes of Bennett Ball. Like like I think uh, San Francisco hit ten more threes than mm-hmm. Virginia did, mm-hmm. which I, I I make fun of the make shots trope all the time but uh that is like in all honesty if you're breaking down like how to beat tony bennett it yep. is shoot threes make yep. threes because yep. they pack in the pack line defense it's hard to to the, the one thing you can get is open shots mm-hmm. from the perimeter and virginia's strategy is always banking on guys not play the percentage making 13 yep. threes in a game yep. which is what we saw like when when the when the umbc upset happened they 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 come out hot virginia's defense gets stretched out because they panic if, if umbc is a seven seed yep Virginia wins that game. Yeah. It was that they were 16th seed. They 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 got the lead early. We don't need to revisit. But that that's like that was that's the mo. That's always been the mo. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you start hitting threes, you one of two things happen. In the same way that they suffocate you down the stretch by being yeah. up eight, and it feels like they're up thirty. Yeah. If they're down so, eight, it feels like they're down thirty. The the, the valid criticism of Bennett Ball has always been that okay, so in those scenarios, there is no plan B because mm-hmm. they they milk the clock mm-hmm. and and they can't. They're they're like a football team that runs the ball. Yeah. And you have no this is what game. people used to say about Dean Smith back in the right, day, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So I I understand that part, and I think that that is valid. So 
ultimately what this comes down to for me for this Virginia team, this particular, because we don't need to to revisit like the arc of Tony Bennett <laughs> and is he a good coach? Can he get over the hump? Yes, he can <laughs> yeah, get over the hump. He did. Yeah. He won a national title. Uh, <laughs> People forget. But as it pertains to this Virginia team, because last year's team I didn't love. Uh, last yeah, year's team yeah. felt like one of the Virginia teams that all the criticisms of Virginia were valid. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're not, their offense is never going to be good enough to, to win them like games that they need to win to, to kind of mm-hmm. ascend to the national title level. Um, so ultimately it does come down to Sam Hauser for me. This yeah. is, this is, this is my thought coming into the season. This is going to be my thought the entire season. Sam Hauser was not awful in this game. No. Um, but the only way he had a shot at the end of the game to win the yeah. game, missed the shot, but still took the shot, <laughs> took the shot. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, He's the, he wasn't off. He's not bad. I don't think like you, you put pin this loss on him or anything. But mm. if if you're looking at Virginia and you're saying can they win a national championship again, it, it is Sam Hauser. Like Sam Hauser has to be as good as advertised, and I will believe in them. If Sam Hauser is just a pretty good basketball player, yep. then Virginia is going to be a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. If Sam Hauser is as good as as, as ACC, are you saying they're going to the go year, as far as Sam Hauser takes them? Yes, that's okay. exactly what I'm saying. All right. That so. Yeah, that to me, that's that's that. that there's no reason to panic because Sam Hauser will be fine. He's gonna figure it out. He's he's the better Hauser brother, right? That's what I was told. <laughs> that's what you were told, and we're still waiting to see. I don't know, Joey. You might be the guy. Uh, no, Virginia's fine. Uh, Tony Bennett can't. They're, they're fine. They're fine. They could. I like the Tony guy update. Tony guy's I feel fine. Like we, yeah, we stick with him all season long. We'll, we'll keep yeah, Virginia they, fans. For Virginia engaged. was three for twelve from three. Yeah, you just, you just have to make shots. I feel like Cody shots. Statman. I just want to point that out. We we almost thought about doing good man, bad man, Statman, yeah. and Cody Statman has not delivered, so we refuse to yeah. do that. So we're maybe gonna stick with Tony year. guy. He's, yeah, he's still he's not a senior. I like that he's wearing number twenty three though. I do like that. Finally, we're gonna wrap it up with Cal's guys. Yes. Um, we're not doing. We're laughing as we say this because. Coach Calipari, um, literally after this game last night, they lose to Richmond. Chris Mooney's squad is is a really good team. They're a veteran team. Um, and Coach Cal did the most Coach Cal thing he could ever do, which is in the post-game press conference. It, the, the, we talk about Captain Hindsight. Like, Coach Cal is the king of Captain Hindsight yeah. when he loses a game. And, in fact, he admitted that he told his team that they were going to lose this game probably, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most Coach Cal thing. He was like, I told these guys, I told my kids that these guys that we're playing – um, they're guys, and you guys are kids, and you guys are going to play a veteran team, and I don't know if we're going to be able to keep up with them. And Richmond, you know, played a great game. Uh, you know, they kind of just, like, down the stretch. I mean, they're, like, backdoor cutting this team. I mean, yeah. you could see all the Kentucky. Yeah, Richmond starts four seniors. Yeah, exactly. And like, they, I mean, they, it's the classic yeah. example of just, like, these are, like, savvy veteran dudes that have played with each other versus a bunch of young kids who are long yeah. and athletic who are still trying to figure it out. So it's the, it's the classic Coach Cal thing. That's why he's not panicking. But I did find the press conference pretty hilarious after the fact when he was like, I told my team, guys. I told you, my kids. You're probably going to lose this game. You yeah, know? and and uh, he got ahead of it, and that's Coach Cal. That's why yeah. we love him. The the the, the Cal guy, <laughs> the Cal's guy up. Cal, Cal's guys up. They're still kids. That's the. They're update. still kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's they're still kids. I think Kentucky's going to be good. I the the are the if we're talking about like narratives and arcs and like trying to figure out how good teams are and everything. The Kentucky. I it, it's hard to figure out how Kentucky fans feel about this team because. Basically, up until Olivier Saar was, I guess that's what it is. is they they just love Olivier Saar, who I, I will admit is better than I, I like. So far, he's been better than I. I will say, I saw a bunch of Kentucky fans getting upset. He shot like thirty eight percent from the field. He had seventeen points, but Kentucky fans were blaming him for the loss. Yeah, and it does feel very Reed Travis, where he yeah. he is the exact. What you were talking about, Sam Hauser. It's like he's pretty good. He's, he's pretty not, good. He's not great. He's not. But they're yeah. trying to they're trying to wet like Dickie V did. Like but first this team all American. Was that. Kentucky fans, up until Sar got cleared to play, I felt like, and and this is not a scientific way of going about it, but I I trust my methods. Yeah. I trust my algorithm. Uh, 
there wasn't a lot of buzz for Kentucky. Yeah. Like people love BJ Boston, Terrence. But Clark, did they? I, like they didn't even talk. Like not they, really, I've never like, heard someone say one definitive thing I, about I think, BJ Boston. I think people outside of Lexington love BJ Boston. Yeah. To, to to Kentucky fans, he was just another in a long another line five of star. like yeah. five stars. Um, but but th- there there were things to like about Kentucky. But I, I but I didn't get the sense that Kentucky fans were like this team is going to be awesome mm-hmm. and we're going to we're going to compete for a title. And Kentucky is like we're we're going for number yep. eight. We're doing it. Um, do they have eight? Uh, yeah, no, they're they're going for eight. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. they talk about eight so much I can't remember if they have it or not. No, they talk about. No, let's getting, try for nine. Actually, they, they have they, they have eight. eight yeah. They're going for say. nine. That's right. I'm like I I forget what their little hashtags are. They're striving for nine. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred fifty-eight. We, we got eight. We, we had a long break. We're we're getting back into it. Uh, so anyway, I I, I felt like they weren't that high, and then Sar gets yeah. cleared, and then for, dude, for like the last three weeks, I want to say. All I've heard is how long this Kentucky team is. Yep. Oh, my God, they're so mm. athletic. They're mm. so long. Mm. Their defense is going to be insane. Yep. And it's like everyone forgets that every single Kentucky team, with with a few exceptions, 2015, 2012, when you have like other – when you have Carl Towns and Willie yep. Colley Stein mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis, uh, for the most part, Kentucky takes a while to figure out defense because yep. defense is not just being long and athletic. Yep. You have to know how to <laughs> – You have to stay connected. <laughs> you have to, you have to talk. Connected. And those are the things that you Coach Cal is actually really good at teaching. You know how to guard ball screens, which is yeah. like – I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've watched John Calipari teams not have any clue how to guard a ball screen, which yeah. isn't an indictment on Cal. It's just like that's what happens when you throw young teams <laughs> All together. All I saw and, when, you, when you said about Coach Cal teaching someone how to guard a ball screen was Chris Paul teaching yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, how to guard the, the pick and roll that one time. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. By the way, Cal, Cal's teaching <laughs> He's like, so a ball screen, guys, is when you, you notice, like, it, it happens a few times to us in games where, like, the guy dribbling the ball, there'll be another guy that comes running up and just stands there. So that's a ball screen. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's it. That's it, guys. Like, you get holy it. Holy shit. They're, they're, like, all, they're all like, jotting down notes. Like, how does that work? Um, anyway, so. Regardless, so, I'm not but, panicking about Kentucky. Yeah, the, uh, Kentucky fans were really excited about how long, and they, but, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be a process. Like, you, you're going to have to. I'm not panicking either, but I, I, I think this is a this is a middle of the road Kentucky team. I, mm-hmm. I think that is. I don't think that's an overreaction. I think uh, ultimately they're. Are you saying get be, them out of here? <laughs> I think Kentucky, Kentucky to me feels like a team that's going to be ranked yeah. 12th all season. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that feels right. And they're going to have some like big wins. Maybe they go to the Sweet say, 16, yeah. but it's going to be kind of a forgetful season by Kentucky standards. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be wrong, but like. They, they they were literally 0 for 12, I think, from the three-point line. Yep. They didn't make a single three. Yep. They, they I don't know. There's a lot of the familiar problems with Kentucky basketball bubbled up against Richmond. And if if you're a Kentucky fan who is glass half full, you're saying, this is we're young, we're always young. Mm-hmm. You listen to Cal's propaganda yep. where he's like, i got to <laughs> teach these kids, yep. and we're going to figure it out. Yep. I, 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 you know, in a lot of ways, I have like high school juniors out here because mm-hmm. if you start thinking about seasons mm-hmm. lost and practice time yep, lost, yep, yep, they're not yep, even really yep. college students yep. yet. These aren't like, even these aren't even varsity. Yeah, they're guys not even varsity. Right I'm coaching JV guys because of the pandemic. You know, the pandemic. It's really not because of their talent. And, I'm not calling them JV guys because of their talent. Uh, you know, you can buy it. Maybe he's got a point. Maybe by March. Yeah, but yeah. then on, I, I don't know. But but I, I I I don't see anything from this Kentucky team that's like. They are long. I will give them that. They're long. Mm-hmm. They're athletic. Guess who else is? Florida State every single year. Yep. Florida State does not win national titles yep. every single year. Yeah, Baylor. As they it do, turns they out, do not being, win national championships. being long and athletic yeah. isn't enough. So yeah. uh, you have to make shots, State, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and I will say, Coach Cow, uh, he does have the New York Knicks at the end of the day. The New York Knicks have signed basically every Kentucky mm-hmm. player uh, in the league, and they are trying to run it back as Cow's guys officially. We, we joked about this as we tried to find a professional team for Coach Calipari. We were like, who is Kentucky's team? I think it you is know, the New York Knicks now. I've never thought about that. John Calipari in the NBA. Interesting. Uh, what if he went to the Knicks? Huh. Who would have thought? Huh. Why does an NBA team try to hire What him? happens if you have a lifetime huh. contract that's not a lifetime <laughs> yeah, contract, yeah. and then you get offered the Knicks job? <laughs> 
is, is the lifetime contract both ways? If Cal goes to the Knicks, does he get executed? I will. <laughs> <Does he> get- <laughs> It's a guillotine situation. (laughs) I will say, uh, if if you're Kentucky, uh, yeah. At this point, Mark Pope's the next call. All right. All right. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, uh, talk a little Maui, wrap it up, and get out of here. Quick break to talk about our good friends at Coors Light. These days, it seems life forces us to be on all the time. There's so much going on, Tate. There's Mm. so much to be aware of, sift through, navigate in life. But every now and then, it's important to stop and reset. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. I've been talking about it for months now, Tate. Coors Light, this summer, as we as we have transitioned into the fall, yep. I'm happy to report Coors Light is still mm. my beer of choice. I mean, yesterday you had a Coors Light sweatshirt on. That's, how, that's how dedicated you yeah, are to the brand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, am, I am very much a Coors Light. I, 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 I love all the... the uh, I'm hipster. a banquet kind of guy, but you like the Coors Light. I like the yeah. Coors Light. I, I, I like all the hipster breweries we have in Asheville. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yep. But, you know, I... I Go classic I, just, give me, just give me a Coors yeah. Light. Yeah. You know, we, we, don't have to, we, we don't have to complicate this. So if you want to be like me, when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the all-new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That's right. You can get Coors Light delivered to your door. You can mm. get the Blue Mountains, the Silver Bullets delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Dot com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And Titus, we're not done yet. We're also brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save today. It's Geico easy. That's a different level of easy. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. And we're also brought to you by our friends at Good Life, some of the best clothing that I've ever gotten. High-quality stuff, Titus. Good Good Life Clothing makes high-quality essentials for modern living, like their perfect-fitting T-shirts and sweats with comfort and versatility at the core, providing a fresh twist on some of Style's greatest hits. All of their core products have been made right here in California at the same L.A. factory since they were founded six years ago. Our hometown, L.A., we love to see that. Core fabrics include their custom Supima, Triblin, and Slub T-shirts and micro-terry sweats. I know that you don't know what that means, but promise you, it's very, very high-quality stuff. Good Life believes this quality and fit of their essentials is unmatched. There's always free returns and free shipping on orders $75 or more. Good Life, America's perfect T-shirt. We love our Good Life gear. We're going to be wearing them throughout the year. We're obviously going to have it on the show. You'll see us. If you, if you watch us on Fox, you'll see us in Good Life Clothing. Go to goodlifeclothing.com to take 20% off your order with promo code TITUS at checkout. That's goodlifeclothing.com, 20% off TITUS at checkout. And finally, TITUS, the last one. Tate, I don't know if you've uh, really thought about this, but there's never been a better time to buy a Whoop. We we have learned a lot in 2020. One of the things we've learned, health matters. Being healthy, very important. Don't Do not take your health for granted. Do whatever you can to stay healthy. One of the things you can do is you can use the world's most powerful fitness wearable that provides personalized insights into how much your sleep you're getting, how recovered you are, how much stress you're putting on your body for both your workouts and and even just the normal stressors of life. Even if you're not really a big workout person, you still need to know these things. And right now, there has never been a better time. Never. It's, it's, we, we are entering the holiday season. It is officially time to start shopping for your loved ones. It is Cyber Monday. 
and Whoop is offering 25% off their annual deal. It is the best deal of the year, and it ends tonight. Go to Whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com to check it out. Sleep better, recover faster, and train smarter this season and beyond with Whoop. All right, Tate, uh, before we go, let's do a quick Maui preview. Most of the people listening to this, the games will have already tipped off, but whatever. We're, we're, yeah. we'll, we'll keep a big picture. We don't need to break down, like, the first-round games per se. Let's just – but we, we got to give the people a, a vibe. Uh, uh, just we, – we are basically the only media here. Yes. We are boots-on-the-ground journalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so – what is the vibe? What where are we? What is Asheville, mm. North Carolina? What does the <laughs> arena look like? What are just all that sort of thing yes. that people watching at home can't pick up on? I think we need to hit on that so everyone kind of knows what. Yeah, absolutely. Here. So the the 2020 Maui Invitational, in case you haven't heard, is in Asheville, North Carolina, which is you know close to the, the hometown. Maui of <laughs> North Carolina, I would yeah, say. Maui of the East Coast the is Maui what people Coast, are saying. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Um, it is one of my favorite cities in the state of North Carolina. And we are literally in a small gym where they play, uh, basically. They play the SoCon tournament. Yeah, the SoCon tournament. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, That's what I was. West Miller's in here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a lot of times during the end of the year. But regardless, we are in a nice, um, very. There's only 210 people inside. That's I think that's the best Mm -hmm. way to frame it. We are two of the 210 Mm -hmm. that are actually inside for these games. We have our own set, our own stage. We are we are working with the Maui Invitational. We are doing content. So if you want to see us even more than just the podcast, go to the Maui Invitational YouTube page. You can find all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're doing some fun stuff with them. But regardless, we are getting. uh, First, we quarantine. We were in a bubble here in Nashville. We were, we were in a hotel. We were posted up. Every time we come to the arena, we're getting temperature checks. This mm-hmm. is the college basketball version of the NBA bubble. We have a lot of talented teams. We've mm-hmm. seen some people in the media say, Maui's not the Maui field that we usually see. There's only two top 25 Get teams. Get out. But you and I think that there may be seven teams that can make the tournament I think here. this field is, and, and I'm not saying this because they're paying me to say it, uh, I think this field is In awesome. fact, they're not paying us to say this They're actually right not paying yeah, us to so say it. I can say whatever real, I want. Yeah. I could say <laughs> the field's dog shit if I want. I have that right. Uh, uh, but it's not. But it's not uh, because <laughs> – I, I think the problem is there's not a lot of ranked teams, but mm. there, but there, uh, in my view, I would say of the eight teams here, UNLV not a great start. Yeah. Lost to Montana State. Yeah. Don't want to do that. But still a proud uh, program. Davidson, Steph Curry went there. Yeah, which we know. We, we thought saw, about changing the the name of their team to Stephenson. Yeah, I didn't know this, but they they actually I, I was watching the practice <laughs> on their practice jerseys on the back it does say Steph Curry went yes, here. Yes, I couldn't yes, believe that. Yes. I, I got a. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. It says I can do all things <laughs> yeah. if Steph Curry went here. Uh, I don't think Davidson will probably be ranked at any point. This maybe mm-hmm. they they maybe they get the Maui bump. They could I don't beat know. a ranked. They team. could beat a ranked. Yeah, the, the, but go. they're but they're they're a good team. Yep. But uh, every one of these teams has tournament aspirations. They're they're yep. every and, and, and they're coming into this tournament saying they're coming into Maui saying we are good enough to make the NCAA tournament. Yep. They believe that. Yep. I don't think they all are going to make the tournament, but they all think they are. Um, but but the rest of the six, take out UNLV, take out Davidson, I think we'll all be ranked at some point this yep. season. I think they're all going to be good. The the reason this Maui field feels quote unquote weak. Providence, Alabama, you know yeah. those guys. Stanford, Stanford. Dude. I mean, Stanford's got one of the best freshmen in the country. We saw him yesterday. We're like, I watched that Zaire guy Williams looks the part. Made yeah. like twenty six shots, twenty six threes yeah. in a row, just kind yep. of fucking around. He's out there just like shooting step backs. It, there's, it was not against defense, granted, but uh, I don't know. It was it, pretty good. Yeah, he, he was like off. The, he was just shooting off the dribble, just like kind of doing spin moves and throwing them up there. And he made 26 in a row or something like that. A lot of people roll their eyes when you say that you need to be in a gym to see, uh, like, about these teams, who they really are. And when you look at Stanford, when they walk on the floor, you're like, 
that's Zaire Williams. Same with yeah. Indiana. He's like, that's Trace Jackson Davis. Like, yeah. there's certain guys that are like the five star presence, and that's what we mean by it this is tournament. funny because you can you can you can like pick up if yeah, you're like, if you that's didn't know the who the guy is, yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't even need to watch him play. Yeah, just yeah. like watch, watch him walk into the arena. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's, so that's their Williams. best player. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Zaire Williams by face, but I walked in. I was yeah, like, that's that it. is 100 percent Zaire Williams. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's where we are with this tournament. There's a lot of talent here, and like you said, a lot of these teams are trying to use this tournament to get the Maui bump and make that. I think the reason people aren't high on the field is because there's not the top five teams yeah not like there's not michigan state and kansas but as we're we're learning this season's going to be weird uh the the the, it's just gonna like that doesn't mean these teams aren't gonna be good Mm -hmm. this is someone's gonna get the maui bump some these teams are going to be very good yeah is what i'm trying to point out just coach cooley looking great yesterday in practice i mean there, there was a lot of there's a lot of hype around this tournament like just from the the actual teams themselves because i think a lot of these teams like their teams yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, that's exactly. in college basketball. We joke about that. Like, you got to like your team, and your players got to buy in. But all all the teams here that we've seen so far, it seems like they have that going for them, which is it makes for good basketball. They right? like their teams now. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Wait, yeah. wait, give us three days. So they're going to be mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. that hates their team. And uh, yeah, yeah. Is it going to be shocking smart? I don't know. <laughs> that's what people are asking. Uh, so, <laughs> what 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 else was I going to say about uh, about my uh, soft rim update? Yep. The rims are kind of hard. Yeah, they are. They're a little tight. Yeah, They're you put a video loose. up of you shooting and making a shot and said they were soft rims. Take. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, well, <laughs> the worst part about it was I was in the background, had no idea I was in the background, missed one shot, and then you got the internet going at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I gotta put a mixtape out today to just show these people I know how to play <laughs> basketball. It's absolutely driving me insane. Cut to, uh, cut to now, once again, Tate is in the mirror, yeah, just like, no, don't listen. To let there. me just say this: this is a hundred percent the you reason have a why. For the hater yeah, well, this is Go the reason why when we were in Bloomington, Indiana, and some kid was like, "Can you beat Kyle one on one?" I was like, "I will literally fuck you up," and I didn't say that lightly. And I'll say that and reiterate that again. If you want to play me one-on-one, and if you want to come at me, please come at me. So uh, that's just a nice little side note um, to the internet. Uh, I'm not upset. I'm laughing. I'm actually laughing. I I honestly thought you were about to just throw the microphone on the ground and walk away after that. Well, no, I I told Mike. I told told uh, Midas, who's producing our whole thing, I was like, you got to shoot my mixtape today in in between these games so I can put this out because I can't can't stand it. Someone's like, look at this rim running big. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I will cross you up right fucking now. If but regardless, af- throw that away. If the afternoon games of Maui uh, start late, everyone will know why now. It's <laughs> yes, because yes. Tate was They're like, there's, there's a kid on the court. He refused to leave, <laughs> and he's doing spin moves. <laughs> and he's saying, retake that. Reshoot that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what, but, what else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. It, it is cold as hell here. I think mm. I will point that out. It is raining. It is cold. <laughs> We've I'm committed, committed to the bit. You've literally dude, been in I, flip-flops I've been the whole wearing time. flip-flops yeah. and shorts. I walk from the hotel to the <laughs> arena. We, we it's, a, it's a very short – it's just across the street. There's people that think but, that you were Jerry Garcia, that you were just tripping. Yeah. And look, yeah. We're, look, we're in the arena right now. We're oh, getting yeah, there the, the PA some, testing. So this is – yeah, you know you know what it is. How about that? We're about to get kicked out about this. We are literally – the games are about to tip off behind us. They're about to practice. And they're like, look at these guys. They're just over here talking about bad guys in football. So final final Maui point I want to make is that – the haters saying that the field isn't strong. The haters <laughs> saying you're not in Maui anymore. The, mm-hmm. ha- the haters, 2020 is a year of haters. We mm-hmm. know that. Like, mm-hmm. the haters are, are coming out strong. Um, I want to point this out. The Maui Invitational, yes. to my knowledge, is the only – first of all, we've known for years it is the premier preseason event. We, always. We, it yeah. always has been. Yeah. Battle for Atlantis. Whatever comes, you want to call it, pre-conference event. That's what Jay Billis calls it, best pre-conference event in the country. Battle for Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Others yeah. tried to step up and say we yeah. are better. Don't even mention them. Get them out of here. Yeah. The ba- look, look what happened to the Battle for Atlantis. I just mm-hmm. want to point that out. Look what happened to it. 
Maui Invitational, every original team that signed up to be here is, is here. here. Literally, the only thing they changed is they announced they were moving it from Maui to Asheville. Which, and that's it. That's yeah. the only hiccup. Yeah. There's been no other hiccup. The bubble mm. has worked perfectly. We're getting tested yeah. like crazy. Yeah. I've never seen so much hand sanitizer in my life. We're yeah. just getting it sprayed yeah. left and right. Uh, I, I feel like I have a stick up my nose every mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Um, it, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's great. And, and, and it's not a coincidence. The whole reason this is working well is because Maui – it's, it's the, best. the best. Yeah, it's the best. So, I mean, that's um, all it is. Yeah, I'm excited so, for the so game. So Maui gets it's, the it's Maui bump awesome. already. G- g- yeah, yeah. G- give me, give me your pick for Maui bump. Oh, lock Maui bump, lock it in right now. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna take. Man, this is really tough. I, it's basically between two teams. It's between Texas and North Carolina. I'm gonna take Texas. Mm. Maui bump's gonna go to Greg Brown. Greg Brown is going to be mm. a top five pick after this event. People are gonna tune in, watch Texas. They're gonna I have fall a feeling, in love. I have a feeling my pick is gonna age very poorly because again, people are going to be listening to this probably <laughs> after the game is yeah, already yeah, over. That's true. I think whoever wins Providence, Indiana, mm. is going to get the end up getting the bump. That's a good one. That's the first Pro- round. Providence matchup. is a team. David Duke. Yeah. David Duke is also a sleeper pick for for the Mountain. I ball. I am going to pick Indiana though. I think Indiana is mm. going to win. I think Indiana is going to end up losing to North Carolina in the title game. Yep. And mm. and even though they lose, just like we saw last year with Dayton. The Maui bump is not who wins Maui. The Maui mm. bump is who gets the Maui bump. Yep. And it's going to be Indiana, and I think Indiana is going to play well. Trace Jackson Davis is going to show out, and the Hoosiers are going to be ranked 14. 14. Coming, up, coming out of go. Maui. There you go. Take that. 14th. Lock it in. The Indiana yep. Hoosiers will be ranked 14th mm. in the first poll. And mm. next week, a week from today, yep. next Monday, yep. the Indiana Hoosiers will be ranked I say 14. we lead the Maui Invitational. We have four teams ranked in the top 25. That's I love what I that. Say. Four That's teams That's the ranked. true Maui bump. Yep. yep. That's the if Maui bump. If we have anything bump. to say about it, we'll make mm. that happen. Uh, very quickly, shout-outs before we go. Uh, shout-out to Greg Paulus. Uh, his team, Niagara, is coming back. They've been in COVID protocol. They're playing Syracuse in their first game. And I just wanted to remind people that Greg Paulus is a head coach in college basketball, yep. and they are back. And they're playing his football school, Syracuse. So shout mm. out to GP. Uh, all right. Shout out to uh, Jim Jackson, who just got inducted, our, our mm. Fox Sports colleague, uh, friend of the pro. He came on the show. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, just got inducted into the College Basketball Hall of Fame, along with Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson, yeah. Yeah, Lynn say, Bias, yeah, also. Yeah. Uh, Good year. Uh, Paul the, Pierce. The, yeah, wow. I forget who else. Rick, then, Bur- Rick then, Bird. Rick Bird from wow. Belmont, yeah. And then Belmont in the NBA next year, we have uh, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, and KG. Good year for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, shout, out to, shout out to Hall of Fames in general. Yeah. Uh, shout out to San Diego State, still undefeated. Shout out <laughs> to John Rothstein. Actually, not a shout out, uh, call out. He call did not out. He did not text me the good luck text to start wow. the season. I just wanted to point that out. I want to get that on record. I was added to After the list. After Friendsgiving, too. Yeah, who dude, I was thought? added to the list last year. On opening mm. day last year, he texted me. Uh, I think he even called me and was like, gave me the <laughs> pep talk. You know, everyone who follows college basketball knows the story that John Rostin texts 357 head yep. coaches and says, good yep. luck this year. Yep. Um, and I got added to the list last year, and I thought it was big. I was like, I've mm. arrived. This mm. is my This is your state Chicago approval. state yeah, yeah. He, he treated like, you as the shit, head coach. I'm a coach, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not get that text this year, so I just wanted to point that out. That uh, Come on, John. Yeah, Chicago State, by the way, is open now. Oof. The coach opted out. Yeah, so. it's not looking good. <laughs> Wasn't a great hire. Make Chicago State again is what I would say. Uh, and shout out to Big Wave Billy, who mm. is not with us today. Uh, he will not be in Asheville, but his spirit is here. Always. We have the cardboard cutout of Big Wave Billy. He's got over, Jerry Garcia next over to him, there. Uh, yeah, who was also a cutout. We are right in front of him. Um, it's, it's a beautiful scene. Yeah, college basketball's back. We're excited. We 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 are going to watch real life basketball right in front of our very eyes for the first time in a very yep. long time. Yep. Uh, and as Tate said earlier, we are going to be doing content for the Maui Invitational mm. while we are here, so be sure to check that out. And uh, we'll be doing breakdowns of, of all the the day's games and talk to some players and coaches and, and it's all that sort of stuff. It's so gonna we, be we fun. We got boots on the ground. We are two of ten, two of two hundred and ten. Tate, mm-hmm. that's it. So take that. All right, see you guys.